Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Kester. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Hey, sports bettors, ready for some picks destined to fail? It's time to hear what the Sports Daily staff thinks of the weekend games. All right, welcome back in, everybody, here to Sports Daily. Glad to be here with you. Tommy Caster, Paul Savage alongside me here, Jacob Albrock. Let's go back over last week's picks. I wasn't even here. I haven't looked at these closely. Uh, but upon further review, winner, winner, chicken dinner, fellas. Uh, game to game on Paul. Again, two on Tommy. So that makes it a three-game lead overall on Paul. Uh, a five-game lead overall on Tommy with two weeks left to go in our picks. We should get, will we get like six games? We have like 12 more games to pick. I think that's right. Is that right? Yeah, Does that be, sound it'll right? Be, it'll be uh, yeah. six today, four next week. There's 10, and then yeah, it would be that's two. Right. That's 12, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll get into this. Uh, it's going to, I just can't screw this up. You guys are going to have to get a little desperate here if you're trying to, and that'll be the strategy to see. Are you trying to win the contest or are you trying to just pick the best games because you're going to have to go contrarian to what I pick uh, in order to do that, which will make it interesting. But we've got some good games to pick. Let's break these down. Jad can hit the music here, uh, and we'll take them in you know chronological order. So let's start with Browns-Texans. Uh, I won the week last week, so I'll go first here. Cleveland, this line has moved around a little bit. Cleveland right now down to a two-point favorite on the road in Houston. Uh, as much as I love Stroud and, and what they've done in Houston, you guys know I'm wacko for Flacco. I think this is such a good fit in Cleveland. They're rested up. I like the Browns here. I'll lay the points. I'll take the Browns minus two on the road and bet against the home dog. There's a lot of conflicting trends here. Home dogs fare very well against the spread, but rookie quarterbacks fare very poorly against the spread. I'll take the Browns. I think Flacco and the Brown train can keep rolling here into the second round of the playoffs. Uh, Paul, you finished second last week. Or no, so, yeah, Paul, you finished second last week, so you're up next. All right. Well, here's the thing. I, I kind of agree with you. If we were picking, we got 12 games left, and here the strategy comes into play. I think the Brown. I would normally, I think I would take the Browns. But on this particular case, it's a chance for me to pick up a game from you. I'm going to go ahead and take the Texans. Do I think they'll cover? I don't think it's enough points. I wish it was four, at least one point over a field goal. I'd be, I'd like four better. 
but I got no choice. I've got to take the Texans. Tommy? Yeah, I'm going to break that tie here. And, and this, I think, is the hardest game of the entire wild card slate to pick. Uh, I've been really high on the Texans this season, but they have sort of declined, I think, towards the end of the year. And I know that C.J. Stroud was out for a couple of weeks with a concussion. They really kind of limped their way into the playoffs a little bit after having a stretch of several weeks that were really, really, really good for them. On the other hand, the Browns have found their stride. I'm going to go with you, Jacob. I'm going to take the Browns. I'll lay those two points. I feel like just with their defense and with Joe Flacco rested going into the playoffs, I like the Browns. I'll lay the two, uh, and I'll take Cleveland to move on. Oh, now we know the strategy. We have the strategy. Tommy's playing for second. See, Tommy's going to go opposite me. Tommy wants second place so bad he can taste it. Don't you, Tommy? Don't you? Hey, as long as I don't come in last, that's all that matters to me. See, that, interesting. And that, that is, is an and interesting I saw strategy. that coming when he when he took the Browns along with Jacob. He's not playing for he's not playing for first place. He's playing for second place. He wants me to be the tailgate on this deal. All right, uh, let's go to the next one here. This is going to be it's going to be hard. That's it's going to be a tough tough lead for you guys to both you know come across this will be interesting strategy dolphins chiefs of course the next game on saturday chiefs four and a half point favorites uh paul you're up first on this one well i think you guys are going to take the chiefs you know you're coming in from a warm weather place like miami you know it's it's nice it's toasty you know it's hard to recreate you know a situation and 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 like it's going to be because listen it's going to be unique uh fellas weren't they saying this is going to be like one of the coldest weekends in the history of the NFL. So uh, I guess this is going to be one of those weekends. I should take the Chiefs. I should take the Chiefs. I think four and a half will be covered fairly easy, particularly with the weather. Uh, but you know something? I'm taking the Dolphins. Got to make up ground here. Wow. Tommy, Tommy, you know who I'm going to take. I've made that crystal clear this week. So are you going to go contrarian to play the game, or are you going to go with what you think is going to happen here? Uh, no, I'm going to take the Chiefs, and I, I know you are as well. Uh, I'll, I'll join you again on this. Look, I, I said it earlier this week that I don't love the narrative that Miami just can't play in cold weather, that the players just don't know how to do it. I know the stats say that they can't. I, get, I don't like that narrative. I don't think that that's why Miami will lose the game. I just think that they're hobbled some. The defense is hurt. That's the narrative I'm playing into, and that's the reason why I think Kansas City will not only win, but cover the four and a half. So I'm, I'm going to take Kansas City. I'll lay the four and a half. Stylistically, I like it for the Chiefs. You know, injury-wise, I like it for the Chiefs. But I do think, that there is, uh, Paul, you've been at this a long time. Maybe maybe you can provide a little bit. There is no way that you are living in South Beach and then getting off a plane to 30 below zero, and that doesn't play a factor. I mean, it plays a factor. Well, it does. Doesn't it, it Paul, when you're, when, you've, when you're going to games like that? Well, wait a second. There are guys that have played in other NFL franchises. I know, but they don't the, live there right I, now. I, I know. I'm not, I, I don't. But they, that's, that's the difference in the narrative. I'm not saying these guys can't play in cold weather. I'm saying they haven't been playing in cold weather. Right. So it will be different for them. It will be. And, and I've got a feeling, and I don't know what the travel schedule was, but I've got a feeling 
that the that the Dolphins probably went into Kansas City a day or two early, usually probably a few days ahead of what they normally would in this situation for a playoff game. Probably went in, probably to to, to feel the weather, to adjust the weather, to practice in the weather, to get a feel for it, and and let the guys say, this is what we got to do. Okay, we got it, and and go from there. You know, they're going to do all they can to make sure that those guys come in ready to play. But you got guys that have played at Michigan and Wisconsin and Minnesota and all, you know, Rutgers and all the places that it gets cold. So there's a lot of, there. you know, I, I think we put a lot of stock in in cold weather and warm weather teams. And I'm not this week. I would I would normally, but I'm not this week. It makes no difference. Weather makes no difference, guys. <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm taking the ridiculous. Chiefs. I, I don't know if that yeah. was clear. Yeah, that was ridiculous uh, okay. what I just said. But anyway, that's what I got to believe. I got no choice but to believe it. Well, yeah, because you got to pick the Dolphins That's if you right. make up some ground. All right, Steelers, Bills. The line actually moved back toward the Steelers. It was 10.5 yesterday. We took the lines today as of this morning, and right now it has the Bills as a 9.5-point home favorite. Tommy, you're up first on this one. That's a really big number. The Bills are probably the hottest team going into the playoffs, and I think that they're probably a, a really sexy pick to not only win, but you know maybe represent the AFC in the Super Bowl if they can get past the Ravens and maybe Kansas City. Uh, but that being said, it's just a really big number. I think the Bills win and move on, but I'm going to take the Steelers plus 9.5. I don't know if I can lay 9.5. That's a lot in a playoff game. Um, again, I like the Bills. I just think the Steelers have an opportunity to at least keep it fairly close. I, I mean, do you know how many times in the last 11, 12, 13, in the last 13 games the Bills have played? Paul, do you know how many times they've covered nine and a half points? Uh, zero. Two. Two. All right. I, sorry. So Yeah, yeah, two. They beat the Cowboys badly, 31 to 10, that we remember, and they beat the Jets badly. Thir- their last 13 games, they've covered nine and a half, two times. They haven't covered it in their last three, and two of those were against the Chargers and the Patriots. Oh, Paul. Yeah. Wow, yeah. So do you think they can do it this time? Hmm. I gotta... Actually, it's me first. No, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I think I'm ahead of you, Paul. Okay, Sorry, good, good, I set ahead. myself up there. So I set myself up. I, I, I am, you know, trying to get into like fantasy playoff leagues with the Bills, and I'm sort of banking on them advancing at least. But I'm kind of, I'm kind of on Pittsburgh to keep it close, just because the Bills have this tendency this year to let people stick around. I'm going to reluctantly. Take the nine and a half points here. And I've only come around to that recently as I just remember the way the Bills play this year and they love to let teams stick around. I'll take Pittsburgh. Paul, we're giving you a chance at a Buffalo Island. This is a no-brainer you, for you. You know, this is a no-brainer. And 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 I think if I remember earlier in the week, I, I heard somebody talking about there were some injury problems with the defense on the Steelers. They've got some key guys that are... Yeah, they don't have T.J. Watt. That's what I'm understanding is. I wasn't sure if he was out for the week, but that's what 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 I was thinking about. You know, and the ability to put pass rush is is, is huge uh, on the Bills. So, guys, fellas, really, you, you guys, this is like Christmas. I don't know how to thank you guys. I just want to tell you from the <laughs> bottom of my heart that I really appreciate you guys giving me the Bills. Uh, there it is. All right, so Paul, that's three islands for Paul in the first three games. Something's going wow. to happen this week <laughs> uh, for Paul Savage. Okay, I, I'm up first, Packers-Cowboys. This line has also moved toward the Packers, which I love because I want to take the Cowboys here. 
uh, in the Mike McCarthy revenge game. I'll take Dallas. I'll take a minus seven. Listen, they're awesome at home. They can beat anybody when they're playing at home. They can certainly beat the Packers at home. I'll take Dallas. I hope that, you know, Dan Quinn's not distracted by all these NFL openings and and these kinds of things. I don't think he will be. I think Dallas is just fine. I love the trajectory of Green Bay's franchise big picture. I don't love them in this game at all against Dallas. I'll take the Cowboys to cover the number. Paul? Well, there's no question that I would take the Cowboys. Do you think if that, you know, the number, I'm comfortable with the number. I mean, I mean, it's a fairly sizable number, but I'm very, very, very comfortable with seven points, particularly playing in Dallas. So with that being said, I got to take the Packers. I'm gonna, listen, I've, I've got a strategy, guys. I've got a strategy. I'm playing to win. I'm taking the Packers. And you're playing for me to go 0 and, you know, 0 and 7, I think. Tommy, what do you think? <laughs> so, uh, four games, and all four of them, I'm breaking a tie, uh, which is not fun for the last place team. I'll tell you that much right now. Um, I hate this line. I hate the number seven. I wish it was okay. six and a half. I wish it was seven and a half. I just hate the number seven because I think that the, the odds of us pushing this game are fairly likely because we've had that happen multiple times this season. But that being said, I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm going to lay the seven points. Um, I, I like Jordan Love. I like what Green Bay is building. Uh, I know that they had a few weeks where they were pretty hot this season. But, man, I'm going to take uh, the Cowboys. I'll lay the seven because I think that they will play well at home. I think they'll move on. I think they can win by more than a touchdown. Um. All right. So we've got another. Everything has gone uh, Tommy and Jacob picking and Savage picking against. And that's going to be interesting to see. All right. Rams-Lions. Uh, I, I, that is you first this time, Paul. Your Lions. Minus three at home. Listen, you guys know I've taken the Lions almost every every week this entire season. You know I love Dan Campbell. I love I love his old style football. You know how he handles his team, how he handles his players. Guys, give me a break. Let, let me have the Lions by myself. I mean, you guys are nice fellas. I, you guys are very con- you're family men. Uh, you're men of integrity. You're 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 kind and and I'm just thinking to myself if. If I got your word that you guys would take the Rams, I'll take the Lions. What do you think? Is that uh, Tommy? You go first. What do you think? Would would you? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to do this because I feel bad for you. I just <laughs> genuinely, I just genuinely think that the Rams will not only cover. I think they'll win the game. Oh, this is my favorite bet of the entire weekend. I like the Rams on the money line to upset the Lions. I've not been high on the Lions this season. Uh, and I think that the Rams are a sneaky good pick to make a run in the playoffs. So not oh, because of your reasons, Paul, no. but because of my own genuine ones, I'm going to take the Rams and I'll, oh. I'll take the three points. Okay. That's okay. Well, you know something? I'm going to go ahead since I was first anyway. I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the Lions. I'm taking the well, Lions. you already did. I, you already locked them in. Okay. They're locked. Locked up. Uh, you guys know where I'm going. I've been talking about the Rams for a long time. Uh, this this lines up for them very well. Uh, I'm, I'm taking the Rams. I've been on the Rams. It's my favorite dart throw team in the postseason. I think they have, you know, of, of the lower seeds, the best shot. I think they're built the right way. I think they've got incredible playmakers. And they still have Aaron Donald and a couple of guys on defense. Stafford's looked good. Everyone talks, though, about this being the Stafford revenge game. This is also the Jared Goff revenge game. Right. Let's not forget about that either. He's got something to prove, and he has been tremendous at home. I, I don't. 
you know, I'm not sure what matchup I would have liked to see the Rams take on, but I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to take the Rams. I'm going to take the points. Uh, that's a game I'll actually be betting this week. Uh, I've liked it for a long time. So, again, Jacob and Tommy on one side, Paul on the other. Uh, Tommy, you're up first with our last one, Eagles-Bucks. Buccaneers, three-point dogs at home. What do you think? It's been so much fun to watch Baker Mayfield play this season and kind of his revitalization in Tampa Bay. But that being said, I don't like the Eagles. I don't like Nick Sirianni. But I'm not sure there's a more desperate team in the playoffs than the Philadelphia Eagles to turn things around after their late season slide. If the Eagles lose this game to the Buccaneers, then I think that it's legitimate rumblings that Nick Sirianni might be out in Philadelphia, or at least those conversations because of the way that things have fallen apart for Philly and the way they limped into the playoffs. So because the Eagles are desperate, I'm going to take Philly. I'll lay the three points. I think they're going to do everything in their power to stem the tide and turn things around. Okay, that makes me next. So you're taking Philly, Tommy. Yep. I, I have been – I am – I've had such a hard time with this game. Um, I, I'll just take the home points out of principle here. I think these two teams are similar in the sense that either one of them could lay an egg, and it wouldn't surprise me. I will say, though, Philly's secondary has been their issue, and I do think that favors the Bucks to some degree with Mike Evans, Rashad White as a pass catcher, Chris Godwin out there. So I'll take, you know, I'll take the bake show and three points at home. And and that'll be our first different pick there, Tommy. And and that's maybe one of the reasons that I I, I, I am very, very on the fence here. But I'll take the home points. Paul, what do you think? Which Eagles are going to show up? The ones that were pretty darn good in the first half of the season or the ones that have kind of stunk up the place in the second half of the season? Which set of Eagles are going to are going to show up for this playoff games? That's my question. I guess that's the total question anybody who's going to bet this game is going to ask. Because if it was the first half of the season, Eagles, I think they could handle the Bucks without much problem. But that's not who they've been in the second half of the season. However, I've come this far going opposite Jacob. But Jacob's got the Bucks. He gets three. I'm going to take the Eagles, and I'm going to lay three. I've got the Eagles, boys. Paul and I are different on every pick. Every pick. Uh, that will be something uh, to see. Never happened before. Dust. I don't think it's ever happened. I don't think in so. Ever. I don't think so. I, but I, that, that's not. I oh, did have something ahead, to say Jeff. on that, though. Uh, it has it has come very close to happening where one person has gone against the picks of everybody else. And then every time that's happened, something very unusual happens. They split. They wind up going three <laughs> and three and not really changing. Yeah. yeah. So. That's kind of how it usually happens. If one of us is very right, the other one's in big trouble. That's right. I guess is the only way that makes much of a difference. We probably do overthink that to some degree. (laughs) Also, Uh, I've got to say this. uh, nothing will will top my zero and ten earlier this season, though. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, that's yeah. a really hard thing to accomplish. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's pretty impressive Dang. to do if you're trying to do it. Uh, yes, quite frankly. <laughs> well, speaking it's just it's just as hard to lose a game as it is to win a game. <laughs> yeah. When you're speaking picking. of impressive, though, I do have to say this, and this is something I've noticed, and I I think I mentioned to Paul last week off the air. Uh, this this year, when you were talking about Packers Cowboys, Tommy, you mentioned that. That seven number could wind up with another push. That'd be yeah. eight on the year. In previous incarnations of Sports Dailies, we would actually tease whole numbers depending on who the home team was. Yeah. 
to avoid that sort of thing. But since we've stopped doing that, we have never had this many pushes in a season. And really, I know you're trying to pick really hard games to pick, and I think it's kind of a testament that you've done so well doing that because we've had so many this year. Well, maybe this yeah, is so- maybe this is the the day that we say we, let's take the let's take the uh, let's take the Cowboys Packers game. Do you guys want to up at a half point no. or drop it off? No, I, and 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 the reason is, and that's intentional because now we can actually bet in the state of Kansas. So I, you know, okay. I, I think I think that people listen that have actual interest in betting and maybe our thoughts on these games. If we're talking about games that people can actually bet, I don't ever want to confuse anybody on what we think by teasing points. So, you know, back in the day when we were just doing this for fun, that's one thing. Now we're actually looking at lines that people can put their hard-earned money on. I don't want to tease these games out to anything other than what they are at the time we're picking them because other people might be listening and, and trying to figure out what they want to do too. So I got we'll you. take the pushes. Pushes happen all the time in real betting, and we'll be uh, we'll be totally comfortable with that uh, and, and nothing else. Paul, you said you had something you wanted to add here after the picks. What's on your mind? No, that was me. Oh, oh that was Jad. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, it comes yeah. up in my – sorry, it, yeah. inside baseball. That comes up in our private chat. As Paul Savage. So, sorry, Jad. I didn't yeah. know that was you. Uh, okay. So, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, I, I do want to get into the fact that a little further, we teased it. Guys are turning down the Alabama job. Bet nobody saw that coming 48 hours ago. Uh, and we can get more into the stylistic uh, nature of this Chiefs game and really dig in a little bit further. We'll look ahead to the college basketball weekend. It's all coming on Sports Daily on KFH. All right, welcome back in, everybody, to Sports Daily here on KFH. You can join KFH in the Wichita Thunder in the fight against cancer on Cancer Awareness Night this Saturday. Uh, come out to Interest Bank Arena for the Gold as Ice Charities Hockey Game to support a great cause, which begins at 515 before the Thunder take on the Cincinnati Cyclones. Your admission to the game gets you into both events. Find out more at wichitathunder.com. Uh, back here on Sports Daily, Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster, Jad Chambers producing, Paul Savage in here. We made our football picks. You can go back and listen to those always for free on the Odyssey app. And the KFH hotline is now back open at 869-1240. So we see Steve Sarkeesian basically say he's staying at Texas. Same thing for Dan Lanning. Um, I, I we, we touched on this right before the end of the hour. I, I just am curious, Tommy, of how good a job this is and where Alabama might go. I don't know where they'll go. Nick Saban came out of nowhere sort of for that. So they have a history of that to some degree. I I just think like for Alabama, they've got to go get the most experienced and I'm not, this is not a, this is not a direct, like don't think I'm saying and advocating and saying this is a possibility. I don't think that it is, but the kind of coach like, when, when K-State and KU hired Chris Kleiman and Lance Leipold, they hired them because they're just great football coaches. Not anything else, you know, great football coaches. I, I think that's what Alabama probably needs to do here. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if after all of these coaches that have reaffirmed their commitments to their current schools, Dan Lanning, Steve Sarkeesian, 
it sounds like Mike Norvell at Florida State's kind of the same way. If they go to somebody that maybe might not be the best idea, but they have a fit, like a Lane Kiffin or a Dabo Sweeney, those are coaches that it wouldn't shock me. Of course, they both have ties to Alabama. And if the hot names aren't wanting to, to move, then they go to somebody that they feel comfortable with and like Elaine Kiffin or a Dabo Sweeney. Um, I'm not sure that's the best choice for them. Uh, I think Kalen DeBoer from Washington would be a phenomenal choice. I've not heard what the status is with him at Washington. Um, I know at one point there was speculation that he might be discussing a new contract with Washington. And that's the thing is that the Nick Saban move is really good for all these hot coaches because even if they don't make a move to Alabama, they're in for raises and contract extensions at their current schools. Sarkeesian, I know he's been discussing a contract extension. Kalen DeBoer, like they're in for paydays even if they don't take the Alabama job. Wow. Paul, how good is this job following Saban? Yeah, I think it's a great job for the right guy. And, and you guys are, are, are saying all the right names, all, all the names that sportscasters and everybody else thinks should take the job, guys. And by the way, the, 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 uh, the, the coach at Washington, I believe I heard just this morning, so I think it's fairly new, I heard this this morning that he's, he's not interested in this job. A lot of guys won't be interested in the Alabama job. I mean, you know, you're going to, to the state of Alabama. I mean, this isn't, this isn't exactly California or Florida or somewhere glamorous or someplace easy to recruit. It's Alabama, for guys' sakes, but it's got a great reputation. One guy for me, my choice, if I was the AD, I'd be placing a phone call to Urban Myers. That's who I'd be calling. Urban Myers has baggage. I don't think the baggage includes his last day. With, was it wasn't the Panthers he had? Who was it? Was it the Jags? Jaguars. It was the Jaguars. I knew it was one of, one of those. Two. And, and I don't think that really matters. But I'll tell you what, the guys won. Hadn't he won national titles at two different schools? I'm pretty sure that's right, both at Florida and uh, Ohio State, Ohio if State. I'm not mistaken. That's, that's a guy that wins. That's a guy who's no nonsense. Now, he's probably a little out of touch with NIL, the portal, and that kind of stuff. But Urban Myers will find those guys that can coach on that staff that can play that game. And Urban Myers at Alabama could be very, very successful. Now, Urban Myers not easy to play for. Urban Meyer demands a lot out of his players. But Alabama's on the other not hand, Urban, Urban Meyer. Huh? There no, there's no way. Alabama Nick sure. Saban has has established such a high standard of conduct and behavior. Alabama ain't hiring Urban Meyer. Mm, I don't they're, know. they're not desperate. Uh, Urban Meyer is a desperate hire. Urban Meyer is who you hire if you've tried like three other coaches and it hasn't worked in a while. Jimbo Fisher, I think, is also another desperate hire. Oh, my God. Alabama. No, please no. tell me no. Yeah, no. Please tell me no. It, Guys, guys, it's going to be Kalen DeBoer. It's going to be DeBoer. I, I, I just, like, he, he checks all the boxes. He's canceling local radio interviews today. Uh, like, I didn't know that. I just I just saw that he he he's like a hundred and four and twelve as yeah. a Division one coach, and he has what three or four or however many national titles at NAI. The dude wins. He has brought Washington a ton of like it's going to be DeBoer. I, I think I think he was the top candidate anyway. Like if I had like if I'm Alabama and I've got to make that hire, he's the guy I'd hire anyway. But I think now it's it's like he seems to be the most interested anyway. 
from just again, and we're just observing this. I don't talk to anybody at Alabama about this, but as we just like observe it, he always made the most sense to me because leaving Oregon, if you're Dan Lanning and the success he's had there, leaving Texas right now doesn't make a ton of sense. Leaving Washington for Alabama probably makes more sense. And he's the right kind of coach for Alabama to target. Norvell is interesting, too. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But but DeBoer's track record in Division One is better than Norvell's. Is I know Norvell had though, this great season, but... I like DeBoer, don't get me wrong. And what he did at Washington this season was spectacular with Michael Penix and Romo Dunze and, and everybody they have there. But is it concerning at all with DeBoer that he's only been a Division One head coach for three years? You know, he no. spent a couple years at Fresno State and then a very short amount of time at Washington. Before that, offensive coordinator, wide receiver coach, like that sort of thing. I know he had an NAIA team 15, 20 years ago. Uh, is that concerning at all that he hasn't had a whole lot of time in Division One football? Not to me because he's been a coach, you know, since he's been a he's been a head coach in college since 2005. Right. And and you can say it's at Sioux Falls. You can say whatever you want to say. The dude went 67 and three, right? When and and this is no knock on that level of competition. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. I I'm an advocate for lower level coaches, big time. I said Brian Kelly a long time ago when he was at Grand Valley State should have been in Division One, should have been in Notre Dame, and eventually happened, which was kind of funny. We we see this all the time. I was fully on board with the Chris Kleiman hire. Look at the success Lance Leipold's had now, right? Like. Do, do you really need to go just for what reason spend one or two more years in Division One? No, he's proven it at Division One. Like he's proven it twice now, and he's been a he's been a head coach for a long. Guys, he went sixty seven and three at Sioux Falls. Okay, you're not recruiting great talent at Sioux Falls. The talent level between Sioux Falls and their competition is probably not tremendous. Paul knows this as somebody who's coached at Friends. You got to coach at that level to win those kinds of games, right? You got right. That's that's. There may not be more coaching involved than that level because the talent level is very similar from one team to the other. Right. You're taking under recruited kids. You're convincing them to come to school there when they're probably not getting a scholarship to do it, and you're winning national championships. So, like, just the X's and O's aspect of being able to win at that level is proven time and time again to translate. One of the and most- by the way, we've already seen it translate at Washington playing in one of the best leagues in the country this year. Mm-hmm. So I, I, he's the best hire to me, has been, and I think he's interested. I think he's going to be the coach. Well, but one of the things that I think athletes will be interested in as to who is this coach that uh, at Alabama will be his record on getting guys to the NFL. See, that's the one thing about Nick Saban. I mean, I saw this morning Nick Saban – at Alabama had 49 first round draft picks. Think about that, fellas. 40 and there were years where he had two or three guys drafted in the first round uh, of the NFL. Well, the board's about to have two. He's about I to mean, have, he's going to have but, he's I mean, going to have Penix and a Dunze. I'm talking track record. I'm talking about over the course of time. Guys want to know that if I come to Alabama and play for you, can you get me the NFL? Cuz it's not about well, what kind of psychology department does the University of Alabama have? Will I be able to get a good psych degree? No, that's not what this is about. It's about how how good, how well can you prepare me? How how good a job will you do get me ready to play in the NFL when my time comes? And, and can I get drafted at the University of Alabama with you? Making sure I'm developed, and that's huge. 
and I'm not sure, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying that's going to come. That's going to come for, for, for this. Well, for, he's been, he's been at Washington two years. He's been the Pac-12 Coach of the Year both years. He's about to have two first-round picks this year. He's proven with Penix that he can evaluate and develop transfer portal guys. Like Alabama's not going to all of a sudden not be able to recruit in the NIL world. They will be just fine, and they'll be a top 10 recruiting class every year, no matter who their coach is. I go get the best coach I can find, and if you just stack coaching up against coaching, he's as good as anybody right now, I think. That's all well and good, but I wouldn't surprise me one bit if when this is all said and done and the dust settles— that Lane Kiffin is the coach at Dude, Alabama. I, did you hear what Greg McElroy said yesterday about no. Lane Kiffin? It, no. I, I have. I'm. I'm not sure I've ever heard somebody connected to a program give a harder and faster no on the bridges burned. I'm just there, saying. he's like he's he. According to McElroy, like he's not even going to get a consideration. That's how many bridges have been burned there, and how bad that relationship has been historically. What has Lane Kiffin done that makes him a better candidate than Kalen DeBoer? I'm not saying he's a better candidate. I'm just saying that it wouldn't shock me if you've got all of these top targets that are declining or they're staying at their current schools or whatever, and Alabama's like, fine, just bring in Lane Kiffin or bring in Dabo Sweeney. Like, you know, they've got connections. Just bring him in. You know, and, and, and it's kind of like what we talked about before about how it's going to be Unless you are a Kalen DeBoer type coach, it's, it might be a little bit of a struggle, at least initially, at Alabama to stay relevant and, and coming off of everything that Nick Saban built there. Yeah. So I just I wonder if like at the end of the day, if Alabama's like, uh, we can't get our number one choice or number two choice or number three choice, uh, let's just settle on Kiffin or settle on Sweeney. Lane Kiffin has. <laughs> He's, he had a great year last year. Don't get me wrong. 11-2 and two in the SEC uh, is impressive. He's never had the kinds of years that DeBoer has had almost I every know. year he's been a I'm not coach. debating the capabilities, and I'm not deb- – like, DeBoer is a better coach. Bottom line, hard stop. That's, it it just seems is. to me like – it seems to me like Kiffin would be so far down the list that there's there's just such little chance that they couldn't get – Okay, so let me phrase it in this way then. Let me phrase it in this way. If you are Alabama and you've gotten turned down by your top people that you want to bring in, your Dan Lannings and your Steve Sarkeesians and whatever, and they say they're not interested, at what point, as you're going down the list and you've got your fourth choice, your fifth choice, do you finally just settle on somebody that you know has the ties to the the program? Hmm. So I think there might be a misconception about these videos coming out from Dan Lanning and Steve Sarkeesian. I, I believe that I read the same agent represents all of these coaches, by the way. Sexton, some guy named Sexton, like literally represents all of them. So here's how this could very logically work out. They're leveraging each other against each other to get raises, right? Who's to say that Alabama wanted Sarkeesian or Lanning more than they want DeBoer? But if the say like DeBoer could very well be their top choice, right? And so if that's the case, and you're the guy who represents all three of these coaches, and I don't know that he does all three, but let's just hypothetically say there's an agent who represents all these guys, or any agent that's worth their salt. If 
no matter who Alabama wants, before Alabama even shows any remote interest in your coach, you have a quick conversation with the coach and you say this, we're going to pretend like Alabama wants you no matter what the reality is, and we're going to get you a raise. And we're going to push for that raise yesterday. And so if you're Dan Lanning at Oregon, you go to Oregon and you're his agent and you say, guys, you've got to, you, we, we need the raise right now. Make this an easy decision for us so we don't have to go to Alabama. You have the exact same conversation with Texas administration. Even if Alabama has absolutely no interest in those guys, even if they're not the top choice, maybe DeBoer's the top choice the whole time, but that doesn't mean you don't strike while the iron's hot if you're these other guys. So now you sit here and you, and you're the, and again, you represent all of them. You know who Alabama's interested in. If they're interested in DeBoer, you know they're interested in DeBoer. So you use that as leverage to get your other guys paid before the conversation with DeBoer ever happens. And then at the same time, you're working for DeBoer to get him to Alabama. Like, it's all, like, it all makes perfect sense. I would guess that DeBoer is the top choice and has been the top choice. This is absolutely a guess, like taking a swing in the dark, that he is the top choice, has been the top choice, and that Sarkeesian and Lanning will use this as leverage to get raises whether they were the top choice or not, of which I don't think that they were. Lanning, maybe, but I don't think Sarkeesian's been the top choice. I think it's it's DeBoer. In the real world, I don't see – I really don't see Alabama taking another SEC coach. Now, they may take one of the best coaches in the country in, in a couple of the other major conferences. I can see that happening. But in the SEC, eh, I'm not so sure. And, and, and Lane Kiffin, enough baggage. You know, there's enough. He's burned enough bridges to, uh, uh, over the years. Uh, I certainly don't think he's going to be a, I don't think he's a. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Possibility. Not if you're Alabama. He's just not Alabama material, is he? Okay, so uh, this this agent, Jimmy Sexton, does represent Sark. He does represent Dan Lanning. He represents Mike Norvell. He represents Dabo Sweeney. He represents James Franklin. Uh, I'm trying to find out if he he represents DeBoer, but I'm telling you, like, no matter who— The problem is we don't know who Alabama's top choice is. We're assuming— who their top choice is, uh, Jimmy Sexton is his agent. Okay, so I just I just found that out. So the same agent literally represents every candidate that's being floated out there in the media. By the way, why do you think it's floated out? Who I, I tell you guys this all the time. Who do you think floats names out to the media? Who do you think does that? It's the agents. Why? Because they work in leverage. I, I'm telling you from experience, whenever you see leaks of names interested, it is the agents leaking because that's what they get paid to do. Makes sense. They're leveraging contracts against each other. So when every major reporter on the same day and same time leaks that stuff out, here's what I'm hearing. Here's what it's the agents doing that. So if the same agent represents all of these candidates, that same agent knows who Alabama wants to talk to because he represents all of them. So if he knows DeBoer wants the if he a if he knows DeBoer wants the job and b if he knows Alabama wants DeBoer, he's going to immediately take that information, slam on the brakes, and try to get raises for his other clients that are perceived to be based on the list of names he's leaking out to the media, right? Those clients will then get raises. As soon as that happens, you go back. You begin the negotiation with DeBoer. You get DeBoer paid. Alabama gets who they want. Your clients get what they want. Everybody wanted raises. They wanted DeBoer in the first place, not the guys that got raises. You get DeBoer the job. You get them raises. Everybody wins. And this is why this guy represents every single client. Hmm. I mean, that's what happens all the time. Interesting. You know something? I kind of see what you're saying, and it does happen all the time. All the but I'll tell you I what. do think that it is interesting that you've got DeBoer canceling local radio interviews today. I didn't it see is. that until a little bit ago. I mean, I think that tells you while these other coaches are putting out videos that they're staying, he's not going now, on local radio when he, uh, he That's because it. he doesn't want to talk about it, right? And right. I get that part, too. So you, what you may have, too, is a list of candidates Alabama just wants to talk to. And he could just be on that list. So could Norvell. So could Dabo Sweeney. So could all these guys. But maybe they don't want to talk to Sarkeesian or Lanning. Maybe Lanning or Sarkeesian doesn't want the job. But the agent's job is to get them a raise anytime he can get them a raise. And he will. And mission accomplished. And Alabama's going to get who they wanted in the first place. And when you represent everybody, you have all the power. You just leverage everything against each other to these schools. That's why he's their agent. And don't ever forget, when you see the names leaked out, it's coming from the agents. They're the agents are great resources because they're doing everything they can to get guys raises. Don't don't let it don't let don't Alabama's not leaking the names out of the people they want to talk to for this job. That's not happening. 
We'll come back. Sports Daily, 869-1240. On the way out here, let's give away some HTO. We'll do a couple of... Jad, let's do because I'm going to bring you some new ones. Let's do a free iced tea and a free brew house, one of each. The iced tea is good for HTO in Wichita West, East, or in Derby. The brew house good for East, Wichita, or Derby. First caller right now, some free drinks on us here at Sports Daily, 869-1240. We'll come back with more right after this. All right, welcome back. A couple NFL notes. One, Gabe Davis and a key safety out for Buffalo. Uh, so keep an eye on that. That is a pretty interesting development when it comes to Gabe Davis, especially as Stephon Diggs has not been as good. Congratulations, by the way, to Jason for winning some HTO uh, brew house coffee and iced tea. Um, the other headline is Gerard Mayo is the guy in New England. And I think like there's there's a part of me that thinks Kraft must just be really, really high on Mayo. And maybe that has something to do with pulling the trigger here. He becomes barely the youngest coach in the NFL. Paul, you've you've experienced this a little longer than Tommy and I have, but it is strange to have NFL head coaches getting hired that are younger than me. Um, and, you know. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good for Gerard Mayo. Like, I... I think that's a cool hire. I don't know much about, you know, his resume or anything, but uh, but clearly Robert Kraft is high on him. Well, obvious because it went so quickly. I mean, you know, you would have thought this would, you know, such a job as the New England Patriots, it would take a little time. But obviously this whole situation came down with Kraft knowing what he wanted to do, who he wanted and, and how to handle this and get it done and get this switched over. Uh, I don't know much about this young man. I really don't know uh, the ins and outs on 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 his relationship with Belichick, but, uh, you know, good for him. He's a young guy. Uh, as long as he hires coaches that know more than him, he'll be in good shape. You know, the younger coaches need to hire coaches that know more than them. And sometimes that's a problem, but if you can get past that ego wise, hire guys that ha- have a position, have position coaches that know their position, know things that you don't know, That'll be a big boost, and and you can become successful. And we'll see how this plays out. But this kid was in the wings the whole time, probably the whole half of the season. I know that Gerard Mayo has been thought very highly of in that organization, and there was a succession plan that was put into place in Gerard Mayo's most recent contract. That's why Robert Kraft was able to bypass the coaching search and all of that because they communicated that to the NFL. That's per Adam Schefter. So good for Gerard Mayo. It looked like he, you know, is the guy to succeed Belichick. That's going to be a tough job. 
yeah, yeah, it will. Uh, be. Yes, it will. It, it, it's it's going to be a rebuild. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And you know, internal candidate probably tells me longer leash, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah if you're Robert right. Kraft, which would be good right. for which would be good for Mayo. Right. All right, eight six nine twelve forty is that number. Uh, we won't have time to take it, but you can put it on your speed dial. We'll come back. We'll tell you what's on tap. All the things happening across the networks. There's a ton. We'll get to it next on Sports Daily. The biggest winner in the big game could be... <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 